morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. Thank you for joining me on this Christmas Eve. I am so thankful that you're here today and you are listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. I am Jill Lowry. I have a special guest who's going to come and share her heart about Jesus, about Mary, the mother of Jesus, and her response to the angel who told her that she would be the mother of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we're going to talk about what Christmas means for us today. And specifically, she's going to share some examples of Christmas in her heart. And so I just thank you for tuning in on this special Sunday. And I hope that you have a wonderful Christmas and that you are surrounded by Jesus and by His blessings in your life, by His love and His joy and all the gifts that He wants to give you. And so sit back right now and relax and grab your favorite cup of coffee. Grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who brings the Bible to life for you. Let me lead us in a word of prayer, and we'll get started this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for today. We thank you for what you're doing in our lives. We thank you for this Christmas Eve, that we can just ponder you, ponder what it means to have you, to know you as our Lord and Savior in your birth, and what that means for the world. Thank you so much that we get to experience you and experience the joy of Christmas each and every day, but especially today as we ponder on this Christmas Eve what it means to be a Christian and how much we love you. So Lord, just be with us and be with Linda. She shares from her heart, and we just praise you and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, We want to talk about Christ and Christmas and what Jesus means to us and what His birth means. The greatest news ever was when the angels announced that Jesus was born, and we can experience that each and every day. And so I just want to invite you to just listen to some things that my special guest wants to share with us about Christmas in her heart. So good morning, Linda. How are you? (laughs) Good morning. I'm fine. Thank you. Great. It's so good to see you. Linda Davidson, she's a special friend of mine, and I've known her quite a while now, and she just really was excited when I told her that I would love to interview her on Christmas Eve. She shared with our women's group at Heart to Heart a couple of weeks ago about Christmas. She just shared her heart and prayed over us and was able to share, especially Mary's response when she was told that she would be the mother of the Savior of the world. So I want to ask you, Linda, what do you think Mary felt when the angel approached her and said what he said to her? I think she felt very nervous. That I mean, 
you know, when angels appeared to other people in the Bible, they just often fell on their face or whatever. Right. A lot of trembling and fear. Yes, yes, that kind of thing. But what was her response? Okay. When he told her that she would conceive a child by the Holy Spirit and that he would be the Savior, she had background. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She knew the scriptures from her upbringing and... She just listened. It was awesome. Her response was just awesome to him because when she heard that, then she said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Be it unto me according to your word. She wasn't afraid. She just said, Let it be to me according to your word. And she was ready. She was ready for what was going to happen. Even though she didn't understand, she was ready. Yes. And, you know, he also told her that Elizabeth was pregnant. And I guess about six months, I think they said. And uh, she was was so bold in character in her and in her faith that even being young, she immediately got her things together and went. Mm-hmm. to visit Elizabeth. And when she walked in to Elizabeth's house, immediately the Spirit of God had Elizabeth say, you know, the mother the mother of, of the Savior is here. You know, yeah. she had those words. Mm-hmm. She knew by the Spirit of God. And not only that, but the, the child that she was bearing in her old age that would be the forerunner of Jesus— leaped in her womb, and the Bible actually says that he was filled with the Spirit in her womb. Mm -hmm. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing. It is so amazing. And I can just imagine Mary, you know, not really understanding, but the angel said, do not be afraid. Yes. And at that moment, it's almost like she's like, okay. And she believed it. And she Mm -hmm. went and told her sister, and I guess it was her uh, cousin at the time, Mm -hmm. uh, Elizabeth was her cousin, but Elizabeth already knew, like you said, Elizabeth already knew that she had a baby within her, mm-hmm. and and it was just, it just reminds me of you know when I found out I was pregnant, you know I was excited, wanted to tell you know everyone that I was just so excited about it because we had prayed to have a child and it took a while to get pregnant, but imagine being told that you're going to have the Savior of the world. I mean, I just. Mary was just an amazing woman and an amazing mother. Mm-hmm. You're a mother too, aren't you? Yes, yes. Yes, how many children do you have? I have two. Two children. And being a mother has been one of the greatest blessings oh, yeah. <laughs> for me, and I know it has been for you. Yeah. So tell me, as a mother, you you feel when your children hurt, and it mm-hmm. hurts you when they hurt. Mm-hmm. But then again... You know that children must go through things to grow and grow in their faith. So tell me your story about your children. Did you uh, raise them in the church? Did you raise them to know their Savior, Jesus Christ? Well, uh, actually, I, I had a daughter, and she's five years older than my son. And when I had Keith, then I had a series of of very 
hard time right in that right in that time, mm-hmm. and that's what drove me back to the Lord. Actually, I was just laying in my bed saying, "Nobody knows and nobody cares." Nobody knows and nobody cares. And I didn't know what I was going to do in some of those situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And God spoke to me and said, I will not give you a burden greater than you can bear. It's funny. I didn't know God spoke to people. But my response to him was, then you will either have to take it from me or you will have to show me what to do. And uh, I didn't know that God, of course, wants to take it from us. You know, He wants to guide us. And, and through a series of supernatural things, God got me back into church pretty quickly. And so one of the first things that I did was, I mean, I was so amazed. It was just like as I sat there that morning, I was talking in my mind to God and saying things to Him. I don't even know what the preacher said, but I said, I went forward and I told him that I guess I want to to move my membership mm-hmm. to the church. And I said, I want to rededicate my life. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I did, everything in me was soft. Oh, wow. That's and what God I was does, immediate, right? Yes. I mean, as soon as that, I was soft. And so I came back that Sunday night and I came back Wednesday night and... <laughs> Yes, and you just wanted more and more of, yes. of Jesus and everything that He offered. And at yes. the time, your children were young, so yes. they they came yes. to church with and you and got involved and met people and and grew their faith. Yes, and so just as soon, just pretty soon after I had done that, then I asked that if they, I wanted to dedicate my. My son, who was just a baby, I wanted to dedicate him to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were not in the custom of doing that, but they did. And then there were several others that had children about that time. And mm-hmm. so we had several that did oh, that. Oh, how wonderful. Yes. So you just saying, Lord, take this. I can't do this alone. Yes. He took it. And, mm-hmm. and you felt a peace like you've never felt before. Is that right? Explain it to our listeners, maybe that haven't had that experience, that might be struggling on this day or just not sure what to do about something. What made you turn towards God? It was the fact that He spoke to me in my trouble. And I didn't know that God spoke to people. And He could have done it any other way. You know, but my circumstances were that they thought I might have cancer. Uh, my daughter was having hallucinations at night. My husband wasn't there. He was working shift work, and I was scared. And I had made this statement to my mother a couple of weeks before that and said, well, I know what to do when things go wrong. I can just sit down mm-hmm. with my emotions and not let them get to me, and things will be okay. But, you know, you don't say things like that. Because God hears you. <laughs> and then suddenly, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go to the grocery store and face people. I wouldn't even talk to people on the phone. I couldn't do anything. You just isolated yourself, right? And just I couldn't handle anything. I couldn't face anything. Everything was too heavy for me. Right. You know, if we are going along in our life and our life is okay, whether we are serving God or not, we don't really know. We can't handle it. You know, I had mm-hmm. crossed 
the mark there, I think, when I said, I can handle this. Mm -hmm. Because really, we can't handle it. If our life is okay, there's grace on us, whether we are actually claiming to be a Christian or whatever. Mm -hmm. So you learned that you could not handle it alone. No. And you heard God speak. Was it an audible voice? Some people say they've heard audible voices. Others just yes. kind of, okay. Yes, okay. it was. And, and he, I didn't know that God spoke mm-hmm, to people. Mm-hmm. Well, he does speak, and but he speaks to everyone in a different way. Yes. Sometimes it's just that in the still yes. small voice that you just you hear in your heart and your mind, and it just comes uh-huh. to, to your Mm-hmm. To your mind, and it's not necessarily audible. But tell me again what you heard him say on that very night. I was saying nobody knows and nobody cares. I was just saying it over and right, over. Right. I thought I was helpless, and I was saying nobody knows and nobody mm-hmm. cares. And you know how the Word says that he's near to those that are of a broken heart. Mm-hmm. He is. Well, he spoke to me, you know, and I knew who it was. That was the strangest thing. I mean, he didn't identify himself. The voice was just there. It, the words were just spoken, and I knew that the, that, mm-hmm. that was God mm-hmm. that had said that to me. For one thing, I knew that scripture from from a child, right? You know. And so I said, "Well, you'll either have to take it from me, or you'll have to show me how to bear it." And he didn't respond at all. That was the only thing mm-hmm. that was said. Mm-hmm. But he began to move in my life, and I began to have uh, connections and people and other things. He moved very strongly in my life to draw me back. Mm-hmm. And God will do that, and He is yes, near. He does that for everybody. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. is near to those who call on Him and mm-hmm. call on Him in truth. That's another scripture that I like. And He wants us to call upon Him. He wants us to seek Him. Mm-hmm. And so you decided, okay, I will seek you. So you went to church, you rededicated your life, your heart, <laughs> you brought your kids there. You said you served and you wanted to be a part of a church family. And what joy God gives us. I'm sure you prayed a lot. You were in the Bible and the Word a lot. And and that's that's the key to finding that joy is just spending that time with Him and letting Him take all of your burdens. And so when you did that, did your life change? Did Jesus change you, Linda? Oh, Yes. Yes, he changed me so dramatically and so quickly that I would walk down the street of town and somebody would make a comment to me about something and I would think, what? (laughs) Why are they saying that to me? And then I realized that they didn't know, but I was so completely a different person. People can see that light that shines with Mm-hmm. around you and in you as as you follow Christ. There's just a light. You see it in people, and it's just the aura of them and and the happiness that's on their face, mm-hmm. you know, and the peace, the peace. And that's what I've noticed about you when I first met you. <laughs> I remember you came and talked to us in our Bible study group years ago um, in our Tuesday morning ladies Bible study group, and you came and you talked to us and gave a little testimony about your life and and who Jesus was to you and the power of the Holy Spirit. So let's yes. talk a little bit about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells within us as believers. Yes. So tell us about your experience with listening to the Holy Spirit's voice. I didn't really know 
much about the Holy Spirit. I knew who God was. Right. And I knew who Jesus was, that mm-hmm. he was his son, that we had no hope had he not took on the sin of the whole world. Right. You know, yeah, and no that's what that Christmas one. is really about, mm-hmm. is the fact that he laid down his life, mm-hmm. and he was the only one who could make reconciliation to God for us. Mm-hmm. It had to be a sinless he was the lamb slain from the foundation of the world. But um, anyway, so I knew who Jesus was. Right, right. You did. <laughs> I, yes. I did. But, the Holy Spirit. but I didn't know who the Holy Spirit was. And so somebody had given, when I had come back to the Lord, somebody had given me a New Living Bible. Okay. And so I just started in Matthew, and I was reading, and it was mm-hmm. springtime, and I had gone to the little artesian spring that's close to Pearly uh-huh. out there on a Sunday afternoon after church. I took my Bible and, oh, my, two ki- and yeah. my two kids out there, and, um, and I read Romans eight twenty six. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And when I read that, it was like all of heaven opened up to me. It was like I knew Mm -hmm. who the Holy Spirit was. I knew what he did. I knew that he prayed to God for us. I knew that he helped us. I knew, I knew things from way back in my, in my childhood, and I had an understanding of what those things were, and um, that was my first experience. With understanding, the Holy yes, understanding, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of people don't understand the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit is a person. Who lives within us, Jesus in us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. And so the Holy Spirit is the one who we hear when when we hear that voice, that guiding voice, teaching voice, comforting voice. Um, Just if you're praying and you're asking God and Jesus, what what can I do? And sometimes you just, you, you, you hear something and you're like, okay. That's the Holy Spirit directing me, and the Holy Spirit wants the best for us. He'll yes. never lead us astray. Yes. So mm-hmm. if we listen, mm-hmm. He's going to show us the right way. But what happens is a lot of us ignore that voice, mm-hmm. and we want to do what we want to do. We think we have the best plan, and we go forward without listening. And whenever I've done that, it doesn't always it doesn't end well. It's it's usually not the best plan. Yes. If it's just coming from me. Yes. But when I ask and I pray and I seek the guidance of the Holy Spirit, He does. He prays for us and He He knows what we need and He helps us just with everything. And so if you're listening and you just you need guidance on something, or like Linda said, you're brokenhearted and you need direction or you need to know the way to go. Ask that surrender what you are wanting to do and ask God, what do you want me to do? And Holy Spirit, direct me. Okay. And He will direct you. Now, it's not that we don't have 
thoughts in our mind and, and ideas and, and good things that we can do. But when we get his kind of confirmation of the plan, then we mm-hmm. know we're on the right path. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what, how I view it. Mm-hmm. How about you? And I, I just want to go back to the Holy Spirit for just a minute because, sure. you know, even Jesus, when he was here as a man, mm-hmm. you know, he no longer had the power, you know, he had to learn from the Father. He had to listen to the Father. He had to be obedient. Mm-hmm. He lived as a man. Mm-hmm. And when he was baptized, when John the Baptist baptized him, then the Holy Spirit came on him, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, it's just amazing Mm -hmm. (laughs) to me that the Spirit had to be given even to that spotless lamb, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and that... uh, and that he had given, also God had given John the Baptist a witness, you know, that that dove he saw mm-hmm. was the Spirit yes. coming to light on him. And then just in reading through the the four Gospels, in every Gospel, in every one of them, you know, Jesus tells us that, that Jesus is the one that baptizes us with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that's such, you know, that's and so much confirmation, you know, that you're going to get a good thing when you have the Holy Spirit helping you. Definitely. And I'm glad you brought that up about um, the dove resting on Jesus. And John knew, you know, that's yes. the Holy Spirit resting yes. on him. And yes. then the Father spoke. Yes. And, and said what? Do you remember? Um, my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. Mm-hmm. You right know. after the dove descended, and you know when Jesus was going back to to be in heaven with the Father, he said to his disciples, "It is expedient for you. It is good for you that I go away. Even as wonderful as Jesus was mm-hmm. with all of the miracles and everything that he had done." He said, it's going to be better for you because then my Father will send the Holy Spirit. To be with you The Holy Spirit will be with Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. And it's the power of God. And it's it's every he is to us everything that we need, and you know it just amazes me because people want to shy away from the Holy Spirit or they have questions, but if God sent it for His own Son, and then His own Son says, "Hey, it's going to be better for the whole world for every one of you if I go, because then the Father will send the Holy Spirit. You can trust the Holy Spirit. That's right. That's right. And." You will want to know the power of the Holy Spirit. And when you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will have the Spirit within you. Yes. Within you. But it wasn't until you went to that place where you said the in Pearly. Yes. (laughs) And you read this that you it was like, Oh, I get it. I, I I know now. I understand. And I remember where I was when I got it and understood because I was reading scriptures too and people were mm-hmm. explaining mm-hmm. and praying over me. Mm-hmm. And it was in, in my room and I just remember just I was praying and I just was like, I understand now. It was that yes. we have to surrender and die to ourselves 
to experience all that He wants for us mm-hmm. and let Him lead us. Uh-huh. And Jesus told His disciples that, let the Holy Spirit be your helper. Yes. So we have a helper yes. living within us that's going to help us every single moment of every single day. Yes, yes. And he also, he also teaches us, the Spirit teaches us, He will give us revelation knowledge mm-hmm. into the Word yes. on a deeper level that we can't get. We have mm-hmm. to have a teacher. That's right. We do. We all need a teacher. Well, Linda, let me ask you this. You've had some experiences around Christmas time where you live in Mount Pleasant. You said there was one Christmas. <laughs> Explain to us, and as we're... We're kind of closing this. We've talked about Jesus, and we've talked about the Holy Spirit and God and His voice speaking to us. But I want you to give me a personal example of just what one Christmas, what happened to you, where God just showed you who Jesus was and just something simple. He manifests Himself to us. So tell us your story. About the leaves? Yes. <laughs> About the leaves. She kind of told me before, but... Okay. Um, I was just walking out of the fellowship hall, going over to the church, and it was cold, and it was actually the year of COVID, and you know how hard things were on people. You just didn't feel like you quite had your feet on the ground, and that things were kind of dreary. And as I stepped out of the building... Just leaves just started swirling all around me. And somehow or other, I just felt comforted by that. They just swirled, and it was just gentle. And uh, I wondered what happened, and so I looked around to see if I could see that there was any reason for that. And there really were actually leaves on the top of the building. And so I know that a wind brought those down. And, but it was swirling. But it was swirling, mm-hmm. and it swirled all around me, Pretty. and it only swirled where I was. And uh, I just felt comforted, and that may be a real silly thing to you, but, you know, God will comfort us in ways that we recognize Him and, at that and in moment, ways that we communicate with Him. And mm-hmm. at that moment, you needed that comforting. Yes. Because it was COVID, yes. and like yes. you said, yes. you had been going, we had all been going through a lot, and you needed to mm-hmm. to have that, and He knew it. Uh-huh. And, you know, God will comfort us sometimes when we don't know that we need comfort, mm-hmm. too, and I love that. I do, too. He's the God of all comfort, and He knows yes. when we need the comforting. Yes. And so then you walk to the, the town square, and what happened? <laughs> actually drove and it was okay, the first year that it was it was dark and I was going home and it was the first year that they had the million lots on the square and so there were all the million lots around the courthouse and just it was just amazing and the stores had their lights on and I was driving up there this was still COVID it was, this, both of these happened that year and when I drove up there and there was all those bright lights I said let there be light oh, yes. <laughs> Expecting it? You no, know. I didn't know that that was there because mm-hmm. it was actually pre pre Christmas. It was probably right before Thanksgiving or something. Oh, okay. I, I didn't have any idea, but that was the first year, and they were really making a big deal out of it. So I drove on home, and I got my husband in it, and I I told him, I said, "Oh, 
Paul, you've just got to go back and see those lights. You have got to see them. And we drove up there, and he looked at them, and he said, well, yeah, there's your tax dollars at work for you. And I said, oh, yes. And it's the very best usage they could have made of them. (laughs) And that's the other thing that Jesus does for us and the Holy Spirit does Mm -hmm. for us is he gives us joy. He gives us joy. He really does, and peace. Mm -hmm. And so in Luke chapter 2 is the story of the birth of Jesus Christ and the response of the shepherds and the angels. And I just love this one part. And there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Glory to God in the highest. Yes. And that's how you Yes, Lord. You you <laughs> felt when you you saw the light and imagine with those shepherds when they saw the light. Imagine and they followed the light and then saw Jesus. Yes. For the first time. Yes. yes. And the light shone around him and we can have that light within us. I want you to know if you're listening, if you have Jesus Christ in your heart, you have his light within you. That light is within you no matter where you go. He is with you Mm -hmm. no matter where you are. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Yes. Yes, and when Jesus came, you know, he died for everyone. He did. There is no one too far gone. There is no one outside of him. There is no one who has even come to Jesus, and maybe they've walked away from him and had terrible things in their life. I mean, like he said, he gave us the gift of righteousness. That's what he came for. That's why he had to die. And he said, God said, this is the gift of righteousness. That's what he died for. He gave, That's that Christmas gift he gave us. He gave us the gift of righteousness that we might be acceptable unto God. There's nothing we can do to add to that. There's nothing we, no works we can do. I mean, when Adam handed over his authority to Satan, then it demanded a justice that God demands that could not be satisfied any other way. And I want you to know that all you have to do is accept that gift of righteousness, whether you're lost whether you're a backslidden Christian or whether you're doing okay, but you are just trying to work your way to be better, forget it. There was only one way, and it was that Jesus paid the total price, took his blood back to heaven, cleansed even heaven from the treason that had been done, and we have a gift of righteousness. Amen. Amen. So be ready for Christ this Christmas. Yes. Christ has yes. come and yes. he will come again. And yes. so he wants you <laughs> to receive him. <laughs> Treasure Christ in your heart, just like Mary did, and receive him. Receive all that he wants to give you. Like Linda said, it's not too late. So as we close today, I want to thank you, Linda, for coming to share your heart. 
And I want to thank you, all who are listening, for listening to this message of Christmas, of Christ. And Linda's going to pray for all of us. And I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. And I will talk to you again close to the new year on New Year's Eve. But until then, remember, put Christ in your Christmas. Would you lead us in a word of prayer? My prayer for this most wonderful season of celebration, Lord, I pray that we would come to worship the gift so glorious, that we would take in the wonder of Jesus, God with us, and that we would glorify Him by daily living, thankful for the priceless gift of righteousness that He has given to us. And Lord, I pray that if there are people who need you in their heart, that they would receive and open up right now and open that gift that Jesus died to give us. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved. Yeah.